Hey everybody, welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast, episode number 56. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Trauer, and somewhere out there is Liverpool Neil. Say hi, Neil. Hello, hello, welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> I, was try- I, was try- I was trying to think of some old Emerson Lake and Palmer song that had some... Uh, some stupid beginning like that, and I couldn't remember what the hell it was. You're doing like three stooges. You're gonna go hello, and I'll go hello. hello and you go, yeah, there we go. Oh, hello. I'll tell no. you what. The next time we have a guest, we can try that if they're if they're up for it. As long as they're like, <laughs> assuming you can like hit the harmony or the melody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is uh, uh, certainly a stretch. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I was gonna say I'm I'm uh, I'm back in the Pillow Fortress of Solitude. We got a little rain. It cooled down quite a bit. I mean, it seems like you know it hasn't been that long since we last spoke, Neil. Maybe even you know, maybe even thirty minutes. Yeah, um, exactly. Dude, you know, ser- listen, dude, seriously, this, this episode is is devoted to our pal Jake, who just can't get enough of them, and like, will send us a message and say, "Hey, why isn't there more new episodes?" So this is for you, Jake. Yeah, we're gonna track our production. Yeah, two and Not two quantity, and three hours. <laughs> Not the quality either, just the quantity. Yeah. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, we did fifty-five, and uh, we were saying how you were saying how hot it was and stuff like that, and I had the air conditioning cranked, and I got up to go get something to eat. And I was fucking, I didn't realize I was freezing. <laughs> I, had to, I had to turn, because it had really cooled down because it was a huge thunderstorm. So I really had to turn off the air conditioning and open the windows because I was freaking freezing. Dude, you're not at the hotel. You have to pay your own electric bill. I mean, turn that thing down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like you. It's 100 degrees and you have it turned off. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we gave in. We just couldn't take it. It was just so humid. Yeah. Okay. But like I so said, we have a dog that always wants to go in and out. Now, what are you, so, du- what are you Dutch and Scottish? It, it, it shows, I'm yep. afraid. Yes, <laughs> you cheapest. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, but no, I told you I, I was running it for a while with the door open and yeah, wow. uh, they're sharing. So yeah, yeah. you squeezing he the pennies. Doing, doing Sque- what your father, your father screamed at you about. You think I'm trying to cool down the whole outside or yeah. eat the whole outside? Squeezing the penny so hard it squeals. <laughs> turns into diamond. Actually, we didn't have air conditioning at home in England, obviously. But it was like if you left lights on in any room in the house, what are you doing? Ain't leaving the lights on. Made yeah. a freaking money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the rest of the house is like pitch black, like a horror movie. The funny thing is, like, we burned wood for heat, like, and, and I despised it so much because as the oldest boy, my job was to carry the wood in. What, did you and live I, in the 1850s? What the fuck is this? It was in Wisconsin. It was cold, you know. I swore I'd never burn wood, and I don't, but now I have to pay that natural gas bill, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, Anyway, I think I, I think we're gonna change your name to Tom Sawyer. Never mind, Tom. Tom you know what the worst thing was? We burned wood, but my dad. We still only got the house like sixty-two degrees. It was still freezing in there. Yeah, but yeah, Tom Sawyer, Tommy Appleseed. Wow. Yeah. So uh, what do we have? What do we have on uh, number fifty-six? Good old number fifty-six. What do well, we? I'll tell you what we let me lay it out for you. You know, we got some. We got some good mail. Yes, we do. Actually, and we got a bunch of uh, stupid songs. Yep, we're actually gonna do because our our covers song under the covers, the first one we did in like fifty one or whatever, that was what such a big hit. Yeah, that's what I called that's it. So lazy. That's my thing, man. <laughs> I put these things up in a hurry. If you if you if you want to write something better, you can start coming up with it. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Isn't that wasn't that the name of the teenage bottle rocket cover covers yeah, album? I'm sure it was. So this is under the covers too. So how's that? Song on it. That RoboCop is a half. Have oh, Breed that Sellout. Was... That's a good song. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, so yeah, so that was such a big hit the first time around, at least according to people that wrote in, that we're gonna do a, we're gonna do another one today of uh, some of our favorite punk rock covers. So um, some unusual, we'll, some unusual we'll ones. A little deeper than we yeah. did last time because this is literally something we do over and over again, but it doesn't really lead itself to any 
particular conversation. So it's just sort of the music to go along with our blah, blah, blah. Right. But sure. we got a lot of songs, actually. So why don't we... I'm going I'm to ask you to do a song first, Neil. There you go, man. You go for it. Well, you know, we did the... So episode 54 was a lot of fun. We did the Johnny, Johnny, Johnny episode. Where we came to no particular conclusion about who is the most important Johnny in punk rock. Somebody is either weed whacking or chainsawing outside my window. And if I had to close my window, I'm going to die. <laughs> go kill him. Go shoot him. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, it made me think of a certain song. So No Effects, I know you're not a huge No Effects fan, and the fact of the matter is I'm not a big fan of their most recent stuff. I, I, I like their early stuff a lot, and then it was like a lame period, like in the early 2000s, and then I think they kind of picked it back up, and now I'm kind of not with them again. But they did a song called Jaw Knee Music, J-A-W-K-N-E-E Music, and it was a B-side. I don't know what it was originally on, but it wasn't on one of their records, proper records. But it was this song where they strung together all these um, songs, like old punk songs. Like every punk song, like the main character would be a Johnny, right? Yeah, for sure. If I like Johnny hit or, or Johnny was a good man or, or Johnny has a problem, you know, like that. Yep. So they kind of strung all these together and they added some other stuff too, you know, like stealing people's mail and just referenced all these old punk songs. And I think there's a certain amount of genius in it. I really enjoy it actually. Um, and they had a lot of songs like, I mean, I bought records because they were referenced in no effects songs. Oh, wow. That's interesting. In that LA, early LA hardcore scene. Yeah. Uh, look back to on their self-titled hardcore EP, Neil. Who's this? They cover they, the Necros. Oh, okay. Your favorite, your favorite band that you're always talking about from mommy, Ohio, the Necros. <laughs> Actually, you haven't mentioned them and you haven't mentioned them in about 30 episodes. Oh, so it worked them in. Tonight. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You know what I'm not going to play a cover of? The new Danzig record or the new Danzig <laughs> Covers record. I haven't. I haven't talked to Danzig for a while either. Dude, <laughs> you know, that's you funny. Actually, we didn't even we didn't even think about that. We could have actually done a, a Danzig Elvis cover, but uh, you know, just waste one of your picks on that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing it either. <laughs> anyway, this so this is. Uh, I think it ended up being on like a compilation album called The Longest EP. I think is where you can find it if you're actually looking for this song. So, because it was a one of the early EPs was called The Longest Line, obviously, the early stuff. And this is yeah, this is called Jaw Knee Music. Check it out. It's a lot of fun.
Ha, there it was. No effects with jaw, knee, music. Um, yeah, it was, that was pretty fun, I have to I have to admit. Now, what year are we talking about on, on that one? Is it mid-90s or something? Oh, it's got to be 2000s. Okay. I mean, I mean, do we have to get real specific? Like, at our age, everything after 2000s is just like the same era, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just, you know, you know, we just say, it was, it was a couple years ago. Everything else. A couple years ago. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Just a handful of years ago. Yep. Yeah. It must have been someone like that. No, it is funny. You'd mentioned that in the last episode that um, I was heavy, obviously, 70s and 80s. I pretty much dropped out of the scene in the 90s completely. And in the you, 2000s. The 90s, were the, uh, 90s and early 2000s were your prime period, and then you discovered so, the other stuff, 90s, right? 90s. Definitely like early 90s, yeah. mid-90s. By the, by the early 2000s, that's when I started having kids, and I, I didn't completely drop out, but I definitely quit paying as much attention. Yeah. So it's, it is so, kind of funny how we how we mesh together pretty well, pretty much. Yep, on that. So we, we uh, you know, if we were playing like punk rock trivia, we are, you know, we each have our own strengths and weaknesses, right? We can kind of yeah. cover each other, cover each other's weaknesses. Yeah, we're a good team right there because you'd also be good on the metal stuff, and I'd be good on like the rockabilly stuff and the uh, early rock and roll and shit like that. We, yeah, I'd I think we, I think we do like, well. I'd be super good on like Michael Jackson and Cindy Lauper and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, okay. Huey Lewis, I mean any Huey, Huey Lewis, Lewis, fucking expert, right? Expert level, ninja. Kill it. We'll kill it. Yeah. So you want to so you want to uh, read a letter from maybe from the country that you're constantly insulting, or do you want to do a different one, or what? We got we got some couple decent letters. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the one from uh, from the local um, from the local Aussie, I guess. Um. <laughs> Aussie, <laughs> the land of no culture. <laughs> so the bitches let us fly in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's like that. It's it, it's like escape from the planet of the apes. We can't even get into the planet of the apes. Yeah, the, we can't. Get, we can get anywhere. Planet. Holy shit! Right? They're not letting any Americans in anywhere. Good. We don't want to go anywhere anyway. Um. All right. Yeah. So this is from our, our new friend Matthew Lindsay, and he calls himself Aussie punker convict rocker. Is how he sets himself up. So that's I, good. I, I sent him stickers. I know I sent some stickers to Australia. Oh, you did? Oh, Man, okay. that's a long way. Yeah, that is. Um. He says. Good day from Convict Island, Australia. So there you go. There's my accent for you. I think he's sort of uh, harassing you there, Neil. Yeah, no, it's all good. Convict Island, that's about right. Um, I've been listening for a while now and thoroughly enjoy it. Still have a few episodes to catch up on. You guys are setting a cracking pace. Hats off to the formidable rate of content generation. Are you in some sort of race? Um, yeah, we are. Race against... Race against... We're in a race to make Jake stop complaining. And, and a race against death for me. <laughs> <laughs> um it's just like it's just like-minded banter funny insightful and entertaining he's about tom's age gen x born in the early 70s and started listening to 80s hardcore with a good dash of thrash and crossover in the 80s from there nice yeah he's right right up up your alleyway i listened to the pioneers and was always a ramones and misfits fanatic uh like most others you talk to i'm jealous of neil's concert going experiences in the 70s and early 80s uh, he, I'm more of a Sex Pistols fan than The Clash, but I'm getting more appreciation for Joe and company as I mature. Yeah, very good. Yeah, you have to have to get into some of that stuff. Well, I'm going the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say he was jealous of your of your gay bar short shorts leather jacket experience. <laughs> Everybody loves that goddamn story. Let me tell you. <laughs> Everybody's jealous of that. Yes, it's funny. And for people that don't know, everybody listen, likes a free drink, Neil. Dude, for people that, don't, that, that didn't listen to that episode, they'll have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. But they'll be very interested. You think people are still jumping on at new episodes at 56? It's possible. I mean, if you were just getting into this podcast right now, what would you do? Would you start at the beginning or would you jump into the latest one? 
I don't know. Well, it's funny because I don't. We don't really go through a lot of the formalities of introducing ourselves anymore. We just sort of start right out. So it's like you almost have to kind of know what's going on, or you're going to feel like you're in the middle of a joke that you don't know the punch. You know that you don't know. Or something. Right. So yeah, if, if you want to hear the leather jackets and short, short, short one, go back a couple of episodes. Um, <laughs> anyway, getting back to his letter, he says the number of songs helps with engagement, but something does have to be said for creating one classic album then disintegrating. What? Oh, that's okay. the Sex Pistols thing, yeah. Okay. Yes. Removing any chance of Tom saying they've been bad longer than they were good, if we're going to be honest. There you go. He's got you down to a team right there. Our convict <laughs> friend has got you down. Um, he says he just finished episode 52 when we were both at Tom's. You asked for feedback on the audio quality. It was slightly tinny, but still sounded good. So that's good. That's Neil's voice. He's English. He's slightly tinny. <laughs> and also, playing the microphone. And also, Tom had had like about fifteen beers from his local gas station. So who the hell knows? He, he couldn't remember what that's he was not saying. True. We started at, at a bar. For bar. Lunch. That's true. We did start. We did start at a bar. Yeah, that's actually very. Yeah, true. Yeah, Neil comes to visit for two days. All of a sudden, my wife's staging an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> He's I just figured we'd drink all day. Beer. I didn't think he'd leave me hanging, but oh well, that's all right. Well, you know what? I didn't want to drink that. Was it cranberry and cilantro beer or whatever the fuck you had there? <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I've never seen I the like of it before. I some basic stuff for you, buddy, but all right. Uh, anyway, he's not done yet. Sorry, we keep <laughs> busting in. He goes, he was genuinely belly laughing. It sounded like exactly like a conversation between myself and a couple of my convict cronies. <laughs> taking the piss out of you don't I'm... have to be a felon to listen to this show but it does help it does help <laughs> if you're from Australia you can't help it you know yeah. um, taking you, you get your birth certificate and your first felony when you come out right taking the piss out of one another and, and inferring the other likes the attention of men hilarious and one of my favorite <laughs> things about the show so on PC keep up the good work fellas fuck the PMRC and all other narrow minded conservatives well it's not just the conservatives who are narrow minded mate it's the, uh, it's the other side too Dig the sentiment, though. I yeah. agree with the sentiment. 100%. Yep, yep. Some of whom seem to be circulating in our circles now, too. There you go. He knows it. I think some young punks need to listen to, J- to Joey Ramone sing censor shit. Yep. Oh, come come on. on. Ain't you getting it on? Yep. Well, there you go. Oh, oh, oh shit. I, I thought the letter was finished, but it's not. Holy shit. Um, I'm a fan of the later. What's that? The Australians were so literate. Well, he must have gotten an English person to write this for him. <laughs> Oh man, if you're lucky he's not, lucky he's halfway around the world, or he'd give you a knuckle sandwich. I'm betting he's laughing right now. Um, I'm a fan of the later Ramones albums myself, and love the fact they kept Dee Dee on as a songwriter. That's true. I had a compilation tape I made years ago with all Dee Dee songs together, one after the other, from Fifty Third and Third and Warthog to Making Monsters for My Friends. I left off the bad solo Dee Dee King crap though. Yeah, just as well. <laughs> like his white rap years. Yeah, he sa- he says he wants us to do more episodes face to face be a down gullet with some family cameos yeah the problem is much like australia this is a big country so it takes us like four hours to drive to each other so unfortunately we're, it's we're working on it yeah we're working on it yeah but it's not something we could do like it is every... something i hope we can do more in the future once we get a little more mobile or i don't know once yeah. things maybe get back to normal but it but, but it certainly isn't something we can just do with a drop of a hat so unfortunately but um, we, we are we're planning an event we're planning an event an event yes we will let everybody I mean, know it might be a little underwhelming but it's we're going to make a big deal out of it, damn it. Yeah, it's going to be like that Spinal Tap signing where they do the re- install record signing and, like, nobody <laughs> nobody shows up. It's going to be like we're going to have our Stonehenge built and it shows up and yeah. instead of being 20 feet tall, it's 20 inches tall. I'll, I'll, I'll have a big punk till I die banner made behind us and, like, nobody will be there. It'll be awesome. You can just hang out the window of your house. <laughs> Get, getting, getting back to Matthew's letter. Um, I mean, like, 
trick or treat there. Old man Neil lives there. He eats children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't go by that place. Um, he oh he disagrees with us that the co- that the cover of Brain Drain is is terrible. He says he thinks the cover of Brain Drain is great. The artist is Matt Moharin. I think it's fine. Matt, I don't know what your problems with it? It's because it's not it's not good. Um, an American painter, photographer, and illustrator, and one of my favorite artists. Like Australians, <laughs> like artists. Shut up. Hmm. <laughs> Um, and he also likes Fugazi's repeater, so I don't know. There that you go. That's good. I, I can dig repeater. It was the later stuff I had lost. They lost me. And that's exactly what he... Is this you? Is this you right now pretending you're from Australia? Yeah, Maybe. Because <laughs> he agrees that later Fugazi stuff does tend to meander. Um, and he liked Battalion of Saints. Good stuff. Yep. So anyway, he says, anyway, stay true. Thanks for the ongoing entertainment. Cheers, you know, Matt. Matt Lindsay. So thanks, Matt. Southern Illinois or Central Illinois and me living in West Michigan... And Wisconsin, you know, obviously the best thing to do when you're in high school is get drunk and try to tip cows over, right? Yeah, that's what you guys do, you uncivilized what, 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 brutes. What do Australians do? They, like, try to get in the pouches of some giant kangaroos? Or I wonder what the it's Australian equivalent of that is. They shag sheep. I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> well, they are a British colony. Well, you know you know why I call them convicts, right? Because some people might not know that. It was Prison Island, yeah. Originally. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the convicts. So we sent all the religious nutcases to the U.S. and we sent all the convicts. <laughs> we sent them on a boat down to Australia and didn't care if they lived or died. So that's why the I'm... only ones they left in England were the best and the brightest. Exactly. Huh, <laughs> well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> all right. Explains. Let's well, play us a cover song. Yeah. What are you gonna? What's What's your first selection for us today? Since um, I actually didn't play a cover song. That's. Uh, I am going to play. Oh, you are gonna love this one because you like Van Halen, right? Heck yes. Okay. So, did you ever hear um, Dwayne Peters and Die Hun's version of Ain't Talking About Love? I have not, but it, I, the original is great. Their version has to be even better. Their version is fantastic, so you're about to hear it right now. So, this is Die Hun's with Ain't Talking About Love. <laughs> Don't you be 
was good old Dwayne and is uh, well, one of his many bands um, with Ain't Talking About Love. And I actually, I, I don't know that much Van Halen. You but, liked that so much you went and bought the original Van Halen album, didn't you? Well, I didn't, but I was interested in finding out what it was about. I mean, what the you know what the song listening to the song because I love that cover. I thought it was yep. so good. I thought it was an original. I had no idea. It's a so. great song. Yeah. So, so there you go. the funny thing is, you listen to that first Van Halen album. All the songs, but a couple, are sort of upbeat. Mm-hmm. But that song has a real like minor key, a real uh, sort of edginess to it that the rest of the record doesn't it's still a classic i mean if you put on your classic rock station in chicago or whatever i guarantee you hear that yeah every that's, so often yeah and that is a really man that's a really good cover die huns actually had some really good stuff u.s bombs i, so. I thought were kind of hit or miss but i thought die huns were really good oh huh, i actually never listened to die huns i'm really only somewhat familiar with u.s bombs i really don't know Dwayne peter stuff that much so you uh, and die huns were weird because the first version of the huns had him and when he was married to uh who was that super tall lady from uh l7 or whatever oh okay he's married to, okay i don't i mean it's yeah um it's teacher, uh, uh, what the hell was her name i don't know I, I i don't remember the names off the top of my head anyway he was married to her and and they had the name of the band the huns and then i think they divorced or something and it it didn't go well and um and so then he just had another band that he changed the name to die huns so was it like die like like D, no die stop living or die like German D no I think it's die like stop living it's D I E so I, well but yeah. I mean, isn't that like the German for the yeah I, I don't know listen we're getting into, trying to get into Dwayne Peters head all right it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a yeah that's a scary place it's a bit it's a bit a bit complicated um well and then it was just Dwayne Peters and the Huns so I don't know so maybe that Corey Parks that was the lady. Oh yeah, no, she wasn't. She was from Nashville Pussy. Nashville Pussy, that's it. I'm sorry, I always got, I always got some of those bands messed up. Yeah, yeah. Nashville Pussy. L7 was like the all female band. L7 rocks actually, but they were definitely more like a grungy punk kind of thing. Nashville Pussy's like straight up rock and roll, punk and roll kind of thing. Great yeah. band. Both, so, both great bands. So maybe actually, she, L7 being very kind of serious, Nashville Pussy just being kind of uh, you know, fast and loose. Yeah. So that must have been actually. Um, Maybe she was playing on that one that I that I just played. Then she's maybe, the maybe maybe she was. Yeah, she's the bass player. Rugger Say is the yeah guitar player married to the other guitar player, and National Pussy's still around. And it was it was pretty funny because there was actually a Dwayne Peters documentary, you know, because obviously super famous skateboarder, right? And uh, he is f- lucky if he's five two. And oh, is he Co- small? And Corey Parks is probably like six two. Like and so yeah. when they're walking together hand in hand, it just looks it looks bizarre. It just looks it just looks very strange. It looks like a lady taking a kid out for <laughs> to the to the to the park or to the skate park. You think they have to have like phone books stacked around the bedroom if they <laughs> want to get creative or what? Ah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But anyway, she's 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 very she's very beautiful, so she's very pretty. Mm. pretty yeah, lady. she doesn't play natural pussy anymore either, but Huh. Anyway, so there we go. Um, so Listen, I got a letter. You got a you know you read a letter from Australia. I actually yep. have a letter from the American South. Oh, well, there you go. Where we keep our criminals. <laughs> Just kidding. This is from a Jason who's written to us. I don't know if he's written to us before or not. The name seems familiar. I think we. I think I sent him some stickers. I'm getting like can't remember everybody anymore. But it says, gentlemen been listening since episode one and loving every minute of it finally i can listen to other like-minded individuals talk about the music i love i started out listening because of the punk news podcast and thought i had found what i was looking for but it seems to be moving further away all the time 
<laughs> I don't want to hear about Public Enemy, Run the Jewel, and Run the Jewel, or Run the Jewels. Oh, boy. boy yeah. Neil, Neil and I have had this conversation privately plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, and don't get me started. <laughs> Go on. Okay, this attacks an a, first, a, a single person at the Punkins podcast. I'm not, I'm not going to read it. Yeah, but. something about Danzig. <laughs> Dan Burt. <laughs> the guy from uh, Chumawama. Oh, that's what that is. Okay, sorry. I didn't get that. Anyway, needless to say, I can no longer bring myself to listen to the Punk News Podcast anymore. Tom has always been the voice of the old school punks on the show. And Neil, too, via email. I was so glad when you guys announced you'd be doing your own podcast and haven't been disappointed yet. Love listening to songs and stories from the old school days. Makes me nostalgic for my days growing up in San Diego, skating, listening to music. Long story short, I just want to take a minute to thank you guys. I know you aren't making money off this and investing a lot of time into putting them out. You guys are amazing. Jason, Atlanta. P.S. When this is all over, if you ever get to San Diego again, head down to Chula Vista, just south of San Diego, and visit a brewery called Three Punk Ales. Awesome place, good beer, and old school punk tunes playing on the stereo. I will remember that if we ever get down to San Diego. Do you so, ever have, have you ever been out west? You know, I've been to Vegas a couple times. I've not been to California, believe it or not. Dude, that will be that will be. I'll tell you what, that will be fucking fun as hell if we could actually take live, this on the road. Three punks. Uh, Three punk ales. Yeah, we'll go and uh, we'll go and hang out with Jason over there, and also with uh, some of our other new friends out in uh, at Garage Rock Records and stuff like that. Right, that would actually be a lot of fun if we can do that. And I think you can fly pretty cheaply these days you to gotta, the coast. You gotta, you gotta remember about Southern California. We talked about this. It's, it's massive, right? Yeah. I mean, it would be you know we th- oh they're all in Southern California. Holy cow! You probably drive for hours along the Pacific Coast Highway, but no, you we, know what? That probably be. Our- no, we'd stay in we'd stay in San Diego because San Diego is gorgeous, and then it's like three hour drive to LA if you want to drive to LA. But um, San, San, you don't really need to, man. San Diego is just it's like nice size kind of city. You know what I mean? Where you, there's actually a place you can walk around and shit like that. So when the weather's always gorgeous. So, man, what's gonna happen to all those places? I mean, that California is locked down, man. Oh, it is. That's true. And so all about, that stuff's gonna make it. And they're about doing an earthquake, aren't they? I don't know. It's been it's been we'll a while. Do it chunk to fall off and go into the ocean. Because <laughs> yeah. we do have people over there. I do. You know, we do have Jason over there and Ricky, our very first guest ever, is over there. You know, there's definitely yeah. some people I'd love to catch up with. Yeah, that would be fun if we could take this on the road one time. I don't so. think that's in the budget for right now. <laughs> if maybe. anybody, if anybody out there wants to sponsor us, if three, if <laughs> what, what was the name of the brewery? Three punk ales we'll see if they want to sponsor us coming out there and oh, doing sure. a show from their brewery sure it'd be a huge big, really bring them a lot of attention <laughs> yeah again spinal tap does the three of us look at each other well exactly. this has been great guys thanks for this be a great partnership very very lucrative for them <laughs> three, uh, pu- three punk ales goes out of business shortly afterwards <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, all right funny Let's stuff thanks for writing jason thanks yeah. for listening man we appreciate it yeah we we, we appreciate it yeah, we appreciate all you guys. Hey, and I tell you what, people that we've sent stickers to, or um, who have boot, or, or who bought T-shirts or whatever, man, send us some photos. Send us photos of places you put the stickers, or send us photos of you wearing the T-shirts and stuff. And we're gonna put a collage up of all the uh, of all the places they've been to and all that kind of stuff. Well, so you say we I mean you mean you because I don't know how to do that. So okay, okay, yeah, I'll put up a collage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll post some photos. How's that? Maybe not a collage. We'll just post some okay. photos. But uh, and and also, you know what? If some of you guys out there don't do Facebook, because I know some people don't do Facebook, um, Punk Till I Die actually does have a, an Instagram. I haven't been real good about keeping it up, but I will do a better job at that. Wow, so this is news to me also. Yeah. So if you guys wanna, if you guys are on Instagram but not on Facebook, you can uh, look up Punk Till I Die on Instagram and uh, follow us on there. And I'll try and put some of this shit up there too. So I'll, if I'll, I'll do a better job. If you think nefarious on there, I'd like to separate myself from it. I have no. <laughs> if he's like 
grooming underage girls or something. I have nothing to do with the Instagram account. So, <laughs> why the hell would you say that, you weirdo? <laughs> your All right. So, episode fifty-three, we had Paul one, Paul number one for Borsa Sprinkler, right? We certainly did. Yes, we did. And a good, good guest, and uh, a lot of love from those guys. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Hello. I can get that far north into Wisconsin, and we can have a beer. But Boris did a ton of covers, like a ton. Oh, yeah, they did. That's true. You still yeah, there, yeah. buddy? Yep, I'm still okay. here. And the one I was actually looking for, they actually covered the great Meat Men song, True Grit, but I can't find any presence of it online. So we're going to go with something a little more obvious. They covered the Misfits classic, I Turned Into a Martian. This was on a split they did with a band called The Droids. So this is Boris the Sprinkler doing I Turned Into a Martian. Possession of the mind is a terrible thing It's a transformation with a nurture kill In the body of a man from Earth Not the face of the one you love Cause I turn into a Martian That Misfits classic, as covered by Boris the Sprinkler, I turned into a Martian, and I think actually on that um, on that show with uh, what was his name Paul Wan, right? Um, yeah, um, they actually I actually played a Generation. They did a Generation X cover, Ready Steady yep, yep, Go, yep. and I played that at the end of Fifty Three. I yep, think I so. Yeah, they, that, was, that was among the seven inches that I took a picture of. Do you have that first Generation X album? I have it on CD. I don't have it on okay. LP, but yes, I do. Because I was going to say, on the back of that sing, that Boris the Sprinkler uh, single, they do a perfect just, job of imitating yeah. the, uh, the, the the back of the Generation X album cover. It's really accurate. So that was actually a split with a band called Scooby Don't. Boy, mm-hmm. talk about a bad band name. I know you love bad band names. Oof. But Scooby Don't. But I think they went on to become Dillinger 4 or something. Oh, they did? Okay. I don't know. I, I heard it somewhere. Yeah. I don't, don't ask where I hear things, but I hear things, and then they sometimes stick or sometimes don't. Yeah, we hear things. Oh, can you hear a car alarm going off in the background? That's the, Not right now. Boy, drug, your house? Drug deals going down outside, yeah. It always it always goes like three or four times. I guess that's no, where the guy keeps his stash or whatever. Mm. Anyway, that's what it's like in the inner city, buddy. You don't get that in your country where you live. You just hear gunshots. Well, but the funny thing is, it's not like you're in downtown Chicago. I mean, you're inner city sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Bad enough, huh? Yeah, bad enough. Yes. All right. I was about to say something else, but I won't. All right. What's what's next on the agenda? 
Um, well, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 fucking put okay, me on the spot completely. I don't, I don't know. Letter. We have one more letter we're gonna read, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, I thought there was. So, so this, so this bit we're gonna have to cut out. <laughs> Why? Come on, you let the people see the sausage being made. Don't talk about my sausage. What are you doing? Sauce, sausage party, <laughs> dude. What else? What else are we gonna talk about today? Um, we were mostly gonna play songs. Yeah, I know, but we you just played one. Well, I know, but we gotta eat songs. I mean, you can play another one. I swear we had another letter though. I'm actually trying no, to get my email. Right I don't now. think so. I, I had two. We, we've we've done both, and I I wasn't even sure if you were going to read that second one oh, because oh, the, the Josh from Iowa. Oh, Josh from Iowa. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You can go. You can go with that one. Okay. I um, have a, I'm having a hard time. Like my my computer, like the Skype box is blocking where I have to sign in, and I can't figure out how to move the Skype box. So why don't you go ahead and? No, I'm gonna. Read. You know what? I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send this to you right now. I assume it's the one we talking about Dillinger Four, right? He always talks about Dillinger 4. Yeah. But, the funny thing, but the funny he says, don't call me a Dillinger 4 super fan. Okay, I got it. I got it. I, and, but I, I, a little background on this. Okay, hold on a second. I'm, I'm not, I, well, I don't know if I I'm going to keep this in. So, But I wanted to talk about Josh a little bit. He's in Iowa. I won't give his last name. But the fact of the matter is, of many episodes ago, we gave a thing. like We talked about if you're going to start a vinyl collection, what would be the first ten albums you would buy? Remember that, Neil? Yeah, that was a fantastic one. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good slam. Yeah. So and then and then it actually. So you picked like ten your ten ten British albums more or less, and I picked ten American albums. But we definitely focused on like the. I focused on kind of what you call the American hardcore era, like eighty to eighty five. Um, and you were more like the late seventies, you know, classic British British albums. No, I did Ramones and, and Dead Boys and stuff. I did some American stuff, but had, sure, it was earlier stuff though. Yeah. So I think you did. You ended up knocking one of your British bands off because you had to have the Dead Boys on there. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's not get let's not get lost in the weeds here, Neil. But the fact of the matter is, we've kind of been exchanging emails back and forth, the three of us, and we added to those lists. And I don't remember what all bands we talked about. So we 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 have an ongoing dialogue with Josh. See, these aren't just our listeners; these are our friends now. Yeah, it is kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you calling Josh weird? Probably. Okay. I mean, probably. <laughs> uh, but, but he, uh, but, but anyway, so we, we've, we've, it's funny, you know, cause you talk about Neil and, and, and I'm from the, I, I'm from a little later, like 10 years later, but it was the same thing at the time. You didn't really talk to people on the phone too much. Like once in a while you could, but it was all snail mail, right? Right. Yeah. It was all snail, snail mail. So yeah. Our pen pals, we could just, you know, email like, like people have kind of become, I don't know, sort of half-assed pen pals with this, right? Well, yeah, because we, pe- we have people drunk emails. messaging us at like eleven o'clock at night and stuff. <laughs> stuff. stuff. <laughs> Hang out with the Punk Till I Die crew. Yeah, when we're sitting in our rooms at you know midnight. I'm half asleep. Anyway, right? don't answer right away. Don't feel bad. Neil's an old man. He goes to bed early, and uh, sometimes I need a little break. We need to unplug a little bit. But anyway, okay. So this is from Josh in Iowa. Sometimes Neil goes out and drinks so much in the afternoon that by ten o'clock or so. <laughs> To call it a night. Dude, I wake up at like five in the morning. It's crazy. I just can't sleep in, so I'm up at five. So anyway, so this is Josh in Iowa. Great interview with Paul Number One. I did not realize that Boris had a tight connection to Dillinger Four. I knew they played uh, the D Fourth of July in the past, but I had no idea. 
so it, it, I forgot to mention the title of this. It's called "I Am Sure This Comes Across as Pissed." <laughs> nah, yeah, he's angry. <laughs> angry Josh will call him. I completely missed the mark on Porus in the past, but I'd always heard Spot songs, but I never, never as much as the episode through as through the episode. Which is your favorite album? My favorite album is either Eight Testicle Pogo Machine or Saucer to Saturn. Probably Saucer to Saturn. Those those two are like the classics, but they're all solid. You know, I would also push this this one with D four now mentioned as having a connection to the band that you are are in. Tom, do you have more interest in diving in for a try? I've actually been. I, I, I do want to check out Dillinger Four. I'm going to try to remember to do that. By the way, I have never been pissed about never <laughs> the fact that you didn't listen before. I never thought you were, and we're not pissed either. But I love that you keep mentioning it that way. Maybe someday I will go into detail on why I am the D four <laughs> piss super fan that y'all make me out to be. If we ever get to Iowa, you can buy the first round and we will gladly talk to you about D four. I, I don't have anything against D four. I, I just I just need to listen to him. I, I I'm so like when at, at work or whatever, when I get a chance to listen to music, I, I admit I tend to fall into ruts. You know, yeah, the ruts were a like, great band. I could see why you would listen to them. <laughs> Not the ruts DC crap, either the original <laughs> ruts. Anyway, all right. So, I think it's my turn to play another song. No, it's it's uh, it's my song. You just played Boris the Sprinkler. Oh, right. Go ahead. That's right. That letter that actually worked out really well with that letter, didn't it? It did. It did. Well done. That's that's very good. And, and obviously, Josh Burke is a very pissed uh, D4 super fan, and maybe he used to be in the band, and he was in their fan club. How's that? Probably. Maybe. So, I am going to change things up completely, and I am going to play... Okay, so a lot of the early uh, English punk bands, they obviously loved reggae at the time, because they were like the only two kinds of rebel music going on. There was reggae, and there was, uh, and there was punk rock. And so there weren't a lot of and the reason why that was, the reason why they play like a lot of reggae stuff at like the Roxy and stuff like that, there wasn't a lot of punk records at that point. There might have only been, you know, late 76. There might only be like three singles. It was like Neat, Neat, Neat and Love Song and yeah. No, yeah, Neat, Neat, Neat and uh, yeah, shit. Gotta say the Queen or Buzzcocks, but you know, no, no, that came out later. Um, Anarchy mm-hmm. was before that, but um, yeah, very few, very few records. So they play a lot of reggae. And so, you know, the Clash um obviously <clears throat> did did a lot of reggae covers um and uh did the police and thieves off the first album and so stiff little fingers came out you know a year or two later and they did a similar thing except they did um the bob marley song johnny was or johnny was a good man is what bob marley's song was called and stiff little fingers uh, just called it johnny was so this is off uh inflammable material the first classic stiff little fingers album and this is the uh, classic johnny was
it was. So, um, you know, you, I, you don't have to be a big reggae fan to to appreciate that. They, I mean, they really, even though they keep it slow, uh, they do punk it up because his voice, obviously, you know, his voice is just like barbed wire, right? Jake's voice. Um, and so you can, and they play it with aggression. So and the, the message was sort of punk rockish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, and not the, all reggae songs have messages. Some do. Some are very political and whatever. Yeah. But that was yeah, it had kind of a had a punk rock type message. Yeah, and so that's what long he, as hell though, Neil. Long. It it was so. Yeah, I'm, gonna was, make up with, I'm gonna make make up for that with my next song actually. That might that's probably actually gonna be close to the longest song we've ever played on the show. I would imagine. But, uh, well, that's it. Next week, I'm going to play something by Suicide that goes for like 20 minutes. Jesus Christ, that's funny. They, like, they call it Suicide because that's what you want to do when you have to listen to one of their songs, right? I don't, I don't mind a couple songs after that for a Suicide album. No, I, it's, a, it's it's pretty cool, as a, even as a whole, but yeah, it gets no, a No, dude, I'll tell you what, that Frankie Teardrop song just makes me want to kill myself. Oh, well, my God. That is so awful. Oh, boy, I'll clear mm. a bar in a second. In fact, the next time I'm at a bar that has, that has touch tunes, um, I might play that just as I'm leaving. <laughs> Why? Wow, so somebody else will, like, override it by paying extra money to put in, like, five-finger death punch or something? Five, you know what? They, they've become like a uh, like a butt of, of, of a lot of jokes. I've never even heard yeah, yeah. them. What do they sound like? Well, no- they're, they're awful. They are. Okay. I mean, it's just like the singers are. I mean, it sounds like you know what it sounds like, Neil. It sounds like if a professional wrestler was in a was singing in a band. Actually, there is a professional wrestler singing in a band. Oh yeah, Chris Jericho is a band. Yeah, the band Fuzzy. Yes. Yeah, I've never heard them either. You know, I don't know any. I don't follow wrestling at all, but I just definitely, you know, the the five finger death punch crowd definitely seems like the affliction t shirt wearing. Oh yeah, that whole you know, nonsense. Yeah. Bud Light drinking, uh, Jägermeister slamming. I don't know. I, I I doubt we're gonna offend any of our listeners by insulting five. And, and it's, it might almost be too easy. Like Nickelback, you know, like everyone makes fun yeah. of Nickelback. Yeah, Nickelback yeah. sucks. Yeah. Be brave. Insult a band that maybe isn't isn't terrible. You know. Fight. Well, I yeah, I've I've done that plenty of times. But fight. I mean, it's not a bad band. That's not a bad band name. Like I. Well, I we I, should do a tribute band. We could call it Ten Toe Crotch Kick. <laughs> there you go. You know, everybody out there, you can use that for free if you were looking for a band name. Now you can now you because have one. half of their songs are like covers of me like they cover like Bad Company. They don't, do they? Bad Company, oh, I can't deny. Jesus, you know, so they do like covers of bad like seventies rock songs. Huh. So yeah, I think we could do Ten Toe Crotch Kick. Ten Toe Crotch Kick. It was going to be ten toe, to It was going to be Ten Toe Cock Kick, but you never get played in the radio with that name, so we had to <laughs> soften it up a little. <laughs> is is there even radio anymore? <laughs> uh, I mean, I still love some sports to... radio. I still listen to it on the way to work. I yeah. listen to like one of these lightweight uh, kind of Howard Stern ripoff type shows. Oh, uh, like a zoo, in, a zoo like, in the morning or whatever. Uh, it's not quite that bad. I mean, it's 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 okay. I mean, it's it like I said, it's kind of a lightweight Stern, but it's funny. It makes me. It usually makes me laugh in the morning. Which mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to work. You're already half pissed off. You might as well try to be happy, right? Listen to one of our shows. It'll make you happy. You think so? <laughs> Go back me... and listen to all the jokes that we made that we forgot. Yeah. It was like, yeah, and then we just talked about it again on the next episode because exactly. we've got we no memory. Over and over again. That's a good thing about early onset Alzheimer's or whatever we have. <laughs> we keep doing the but first the, show over and over again. Well, it's bad that, you know, I can't remember what we did like six weeks ago, but I can still remember, you know, the merch area from the Ramones show in 1992. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It is. You know what? That's It's funny you bring it up because I was just, I phoned up my mom today. My mom is 93 years old, God bless her. Yep. And I talked to her today. And she, you know, even though she's in remarkably good health for her age, she was uh, complaining that her memory was, was going. 
And I'm like, no, Ma, you're just like me. Because just a couple of weeks ago, she was telling me stuff from, the, from when she grew up in the Second World War. So hmm. I'm like, your memory isn't messed up. It's just that your long-term memory is still there. You can remember stuff from the past, but just stuff you did last week is what you can't remember. Well, I, I wish, you know, I, I do sometimes wish that the brain were like, uh, like a hard drive. And I could go in there and clear out some space and like... Oh, probably don't need to remember those 90s Tory Wells videos anymore. Could probably clear that out, you know, make a little room for something new or just all the garbage over the years that I've learned mm -hmm. and just clear it out and, you know. Who is it? Tory Wells? What the hell is that? Tory Wells? Oh, no, I don't know who that is. Don't even know what that is. Well, I mean, what? Uh, okay. She was like to the early 90s, late 80s, what like Jenna Jameson was to the late 90s. Oh, uh, oh, oh, a porno star. Yes. Okay. But, I, you thought, know, it's, I thought it was a singer. It, I was thinking of Tori Amos. <laughs> I was thinking of. Oh, well, I'd like to clear her out of my brain, too. Yeah. Oh, that's I funny. because I, I, I don't think Tori Amos takes up a lot of my frontal lobe, but I guess I'm not for, for sure 100%. What was the name of that woman? Tori what? Tori Wells. So she I'm was like to, a big... I'm going to have to look that up. See, mine, mine was Janine Linda Mueller. That was mine. Oh, that's the same era, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Maybe, in fact, I've actually, I've actually, I've actually got her autograph on a skateboard, believe it or not. Has to do with skating? We'll never know. No, she was. Uh, no, uh, well, that's an interesting question. She was the girlfriend of Ricky Rackman. Do you remember Ricky Rackman from uh, MTV Headbangers Ball? Loved Headbangers Ball. Yeah. Matter so, of fact, you put a gun to my head and I had to choose between Headbangers Ball and 120 Minutes. I'm choosing Headbangers Ball every day of the week. Well, Ricky Rackman had a skateboard company, short-lived skateboard company, in the late 90s, early 2000s. And hmm. um, I was in touch with him and bought some stuff from him. And he was dating Janine at the time. So I got them both to sign a board for me. So, yeah, I've got... Is it hanging on your wall? Um, and, and, yeah, it's not hanging on the wall because it's not, it's not a great graphic. It's when, you know, in the 90s, everybody was riffing, ripping off, like, every corporate logo. Hmm. So it's like, what's that, what's that bad donut company? Um, those super sweet ones. What the hell is that one? The green and red. Oh, uh... Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, yeah. yeah. Was... So it's like a ripoff. It, it's a it's a ripoff of the Krispy Kreme donut logo. So it's not a great logo. So I don't have it hanging oh, on the, the wall. 90s. But yeah, but We're I do like the... like shovel and brick. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, anyway, at least we've got where we recycle like the old punk rock logos now, right? Oh, don't even get me started on that. Oh, mm. Then I, I think you can listen back to my fest um, rant from like episode four or something and hear what I think about that it bullshit. It's like such a long time. It was like a lifetime ago, wasn't it? It, it does seem like a lifetime ago. I was spoiled for choices of venues to go to to see any number of bands, right? And crazy. I swear, I swear that when, if and when shows come back, I'll never take them for granted again. I'll never take you for granted ever and again. Tuesday, it's Tuesday and I'm tired and old and I don't want to drive somewhere. I'll do it. I'll just do it. Well, Friday, I think I told you, Coffin Cats are playing somewhere around here. But it's one of those it's venues. Like or something, yeah, it's in it's Lombard. Like a, it's, it's, it's Lombard, so it's an hour and a half away. So I don't really know if I want to drive to Lombard on a Friday night. But, you know, but it's a gig. Yeah. So I maybe. went to, I, no, not Lombard. I went to Joliet. I would say I went to Joliet and actually saw a pretty good punk show in Joliet. Yeah, but. I remember you talking about that one. That was uh, Dead Kennedys, right? Dead Kennedys, yep. TSOL, Bow Evils, and Evil Engine. Yeah, it was a great show. That, yeah, that's, 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 that's the show where I was talking about meeting uh, D.H. Pellegro and sort of semi-stalking him. Yes, you did. You stalked him and, and it was, frightened him. Our hotel was like, I don't know, like 70 bucks or something. We probably had to spend like 10 bucks on Uber. Right? I mean, it, it was it was a very, very affordable weekend. Joliet, very affordable vacation destination, kids. Who'd you uh, go there with? Did you go with? Yeah. 
Oh, you did with Scott. Okay. That's cool. I mean, that's pretty, he's pretty much the only friend I have left that will travel to shows. <laughs> than yourself, maybe. <laughs> he's the only friend you have left, so we better make some more from this show. <laughs> I wish you. I wish you weren't so. I wish it wasn't so true. But, well, now, now know, we have now we have friends in Australia and South Africa and Iowa. Was, apparently, I'm not going to go to a show in Lansing or something. Yeah, true enough. Uh, it is, it is funny, you know, because there was, you know, we used to go to shows with a bunch of us, and yeah, now it's, yeah, definitely Scott and I, and, and uh, yeah. Well, well okay, I, so let, sure. let me let, let me ask you about that a second. So most of your friends from, like, high school and stuff, are they still living in the area, or did they all move to different parts of the country? Uh, you know, some are still around. Oh, a lot of them are still in the general area, hmm. but I'm just, they really go to shows. I might bump into once in a while, um, and... They they just kind of dropped out a little bit of the scene. See, because um, I'd like I'd like to I'd like to do that, but most of my friends all moved away. I had a lot of friends moved out to Portland, whatever reason. They all moved out to Portland in the mid nineties. Um, the big other, granola boom. Oh uh, yeah, I guess yeah yeah. They all must love it out there. Uh, and then my other friend Tom moved to Grand Rapids. Not you, the other Tom I know. Call me Tom. Call me Tommy. Okay. You didn't visit while you're up here. Call me Tommy, the guy that uh, the guy he was the guy I was telling him in the last episode. He was the he was the tuna fish and uh, an open pit barbecue sauce. Oh, right, is that right? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Okay, never yeah. put that tune too. Well, next time you come up, maybe you gotta drop a dime. That's call me Tommy. He was probably he was probably away somewhere, you know, uh, protesting right. somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then what else? Other people moved to moved to florida yeah my buddy mark moved to florida and just it sucks you know all the people i used to go to shows to of all basically i'm the only one of that crew isn't isn't in oregon actually and i still see him occasionally i have a couple others around but like i said they just kind of just kind of dropped out of the scene so nine times out of ten when i go to a show it's probably scott i go with or my brother i can still talk into going to shows with me sometimes Mm -hmm. i have a brother four years four and a half years younger I'll tell you what, staying on that whole DH Pelegro thing, do you want to play no, actually, another song? You know what? Let's let's uh let's save that one. Let's actually speaking of you coming to visit. Okay. We went and visited our most our most uh, and there's a picture of it on the on our Facebook page. We went and saw our most important public monument here in this small town that I live in, and that is our bust of Del Shannon. Good old Del Shannon. Son, yep. The most famous resident ever that uh, grew up here and graduated from our high school. Um, and so we're going <laughs> to, this is like a 34 second song. It almost makes up for Neil's seven or eight minute <laughs> reggae song. This is Screeching Weasel, one of my favorite bands of all time, doing Runaway by Del Shannon. One, two, three, four. It was Blink and You Missed It. That was Runaway by Screeching Weasel, uh, obviously covering Del Shannon. Yeah. Um, is, I love that song, though, man. It's a, it's a great song. I mean, Del Shannon was very talented, let me tell you. He was. He was pre, pre-British Invasion. Before those shaggy-haired boys from Liverpool came over and ruined everything, he was the star. Yeah. Well, not the star, but a star, for sure. But yeah, yeah. A big star, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, he's, he's no Elvis, but, you know, let's... Now, who, now if he was still around... 
I mean, he he's got to be like he'd have to be like eighty if he was still around. Uh, yeah, I would I would imagine he he would right. He must have been like forty. He was probably so he'd been dead by natural causes if he hadn't removed the top of his head with a shotgun in nineteen ninety. Oh dear, dear, that's a sad story. Why did he do that? Any idea? Uh, I don't know. You know, alcoholic. When did he kill himself? Right. Was ninety or ninety one? I was in high school. Still. Did you have anything to do with it? Did you stalk him? Did you throw things? No, at him? he was. He was. He didn't live. He lived in California or something. But oh, he did. Okay. But I guess I was. You know, we were very disrespectful of his legacy at that point. Like I appreciate it now, and I and I never disliked his music. But you know, being a young punk in ninety or ninety one, whenever he died, it was just like ah, screw that old guy. You know, we didn't yeah. have any. I mean, it was like kill your idols. You know. Did he used to whiz on his monument? <laughs> the monument's <laughs> relatively new, but I mean, you know. It's a small town, you know. It is a small. Yeah. There, we have a little historical museum, and like half of it's just like his old seven-inch records and stuff. Well, that's cool. That's cool. And so, it's kind of cool. Isn't there? A, don't, didn't I see a sign on the on the pointed on the painted on the side of a building that said there's like some kind of car show or something like that? Canceled this year. Oh shit! The Del Shan- Del Shannon Car Show. To say that it's fast five they times. They actually lost the name. Like the city pissed his family off or something, so they actually lost that name. But yes, oh. they always. That was the big big car show and all that. I mean, it was our big. You know, most of these small towns, you know, you were talking about, like, they have Taste of Skogie, where, yeah. like, if you grew up here, you'd come back, and we, there used to be, like, beer tents. When we were younger, we'd all hit the beer tent and see all our old classmates that we have been voiding <laughs> since we graduated. <laughs> yes, for good reason, right? Good times, man. Good times. Yeah, and then you'll remember after we were like a drink, oh, that's why I stopped hanging out with you. Yeah. I don't like you, you at all. Stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I enjoyed visiting, and uh, maybe I will come up again soon because I've actually got a, sh- I've actually got a shit ton of vacation to take. Because I would love. I mean, I was planning, still am, but planning on going to England for a couple of weeks to visit my mom uh, this year. But You're gonna try to do that at the end of the year. Well, with the COVID thing, it completely it completely depends because England is basically said we're not letting anyone from the U.S. in without them going into quarantine for two weeks first. Oh, is that right? Yep. And I can't. You know, I only go for two weeks. So what am I going to quarantine? Can't, you can't talk to your man Boris Johnson, see if you can get that waived. <laughs> for just for me? Yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm Neil from Punk Till I Die. Me. Damn it. Are you familiar with the podcast? <laughs> yes, you should listen to our podcast. Listen, buddy. Um, so, yeah, that that's in place right now. So I, if you come from certain European countries, it's fine. But, you know, the U.S. is one of the red letter countries because of all the, you know, the our numbers. So we're not have to go into quarantine for two weeks. So that's, yeah, that's that doesn't work no. but i mean i mean the, i mean you'd hope that by november or december when because i know you were talking maybe around the holidays i would hope that that would be lifted by then right yeah i mean originally right i was hoping to be there right now because i was hoping but to no, be there no for buying any tickets plane tickets unless uh they're 100 refundable right i mean nobody's right. nobody's doing that anyway no for sure and there'll be no you know it will be a little nerve-wracking flying going through the airport and all that shit because heaven knows you catch anything in, in the airport. plane yeah, seems plane. sort of horrible for yeah, being honest for six seven hours Talk um, about you know I'm, I'm not particularly germ phobic or anything like that but man you're sitting there in a freaking tube all the air is yeah. sort of unnaturally pumped in right yeah yeah definitely like you know yeah they discourage that yeah. Well, and plus, and then you know, and then I don't. Then I definitely do. If I do have something, I definitely don't want to be giving it to my mom because she's at an age where it could be yeah. bad. So, yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. She's tougher than these snowflakes, Neil. Maybe she'd be like, she'd chew it up and spit it out. Dude, she she totally is. I mean, my dad died what like ten years ago, someone like that, and since then she's had two knee, two knee replacements and breast cancer, and she's you know she's better shape than most people, you know. So it's amazing, really. That that was a tough tough generation. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I would, I would hope to be there right now because I was going to go late July, early August and go to Rebellion. Rebellion is going to was the first weekend in August or second yeah. weekend in August? First, first weekend in August. So I was going to go end of July. Then one of my nieces were getting, was getting married and I was going to go to that and then Rebellion. It was going to be a fantastic so, two, two, three weeks. The worst weeks. thing is you missed your niece's wedding. Well, she, no, or, they, they postponed it. So. Because so I was going to say, the good news is you save all the money going there. The bad news is you got to write a bigger check because you didn't show up. <laughs> hey, me being there is gift enough. Exactly. Right. My yeah. presence is your presence. Yeah. In fact, I might give him a punk till I die shirt. How's that? <laughs> Stickers. <laughs> Stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Put this on your new house. Go to your friends. Yeah. They're like, what's... on the wall of some 400-year-old pub with beautiful hardwood walls. They'll be like, what's punk? I'll be like, what? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's kind of a drag. So, uh, I will, I, how, how did I get started on this? Oh yes, I am going to have time because I've got like three or three and a half weeks to take. So I'm going to save two weeks for if I do go to England at Christmas, but that leaves me with like 10 days to take. So before, you're You're more than welcome here anytime. I I very well might, I might start taking some long weekends, you know, you know, I mentioned this before and I probably said on the podcast too, it's funny coming up here when you did, because we're still, semi-closed down it's like all the normal places that you take somebody who was visiting town I, I couldn't really take you to you know like exactly. we didn't even go into grand rapids as long as i see the del shannon thing i know exactly. it's all good but we didn't even go into grand rapids to see the the highlights and granted listen it's not new york city but it's you know it's a decent city it's got yeah. some good stuff we got some uh boarded up fudge shops and <laughs> oh yeah yeldy yeldy fudgy shoppy um <laughs> fudge shop. yeah. did did you end up uh, going up there to visit uh cole and giving him a t-shirt I haven't yet, but it's on my list. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think you'll be psyched. So, so anyway, why don't you play us another song? Right, your turn. Uh, yeah, it is. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, this is the first time I played the cramps on the show. Is it? So yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. So I'm gonna play. Everyone knows who the cramps are, right? So I don't need to give them an introduction. Yep. Um, so this is the cramps doing a cover of Strychnine or Strychnine, however you pronounce it. Um, originally by the Sonics in 1965. Mm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, here's the cramps with Strychnine.
There you go. Now, what's I didn't the, know that was the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's yeah from the Sonics. Everyone, you know, the Sonics were great. Like one of those early garagey kind of. They were definitely. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if you could call them a proto punk band, but right. they were definitely one of those bands that punk was built on. Yeah, for sure. Um, what would you say? Would you say Strychnine or Strychnine? We would say Strychnine. Okay, there you go. I think we. But say you know, strychnine. we do. My my wife and my younger daughter and are big fans of the Great British Baking Show. Yes, yes, for sure. And. They say all kinds of stupid things, and they're like, mm, don't forget to add the basil. Basil? <laughs> basil? I mean, there's, it's just funny. There's some words that are... Well, we did invent the language, so you know they're probably correct. You know? <laughs> Everybody knows that the perfect English is spoken in Australia. <laughs> don't even know what they speak down there, mate. They, you can't tell because they have no teeth. It's terrible. <laughs> A British guy making fun of other people's teeth. Now there's the, the rich irony, right? Rich irony. Yes. Yes, yes indeed. No, do you like that show? I I find that show reasonably entertaining. Um, I don't know why I like it, but I do because right. I scoff at like, like I know Dancing with the Stars is incredibly popular, right? Right. And in my mind, now I've never I've never seen a whole episode, but I'm like, why would I possibly care about celebrities dancing? I mean, just put a gun to my head right now and end it for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why would I care about that? But there's something compelling. You know, they can take anything, essentially, and shoot it in such a way as to make it dramatic. Yeah. And, you know, that Great British Breaking Show, it's it's people baking sweetbreads. And, I mean, it's... Really unfortunate, really unfortunate look at English people. They seem to pick, like, the ugliest and weirdest looking people. Uh, it's always, like, the housewife where you're like, ugh. It's <laughs> actually, like, one or two, like, one episode where one season had this girl that looked sort of like a, like a maybe a slightly mixed race version of, like, uh, who's the chick from the Avengers movies? Charlotte Johansson. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. But like, so there's like, there's always like one or two lookers on there. But yeah, but most of them are, it's a lot of these big bald guys too that look like, hey, I think that guy used to play bass for Coxbar. Yeah, and the funny thing is, they'll, they'll be like, you'll be like, oh, he looks like, he's, he looks like he's in mid 40s. How old are you? Oh, I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be a couple college students. and Yeah. Wow. We have yeah. really straight from the path to Daniel. No, but actually it, it, it's, it's kind of, it actually is, is a, is a, a link right here. Cause, um, you know, the main guy on that show, what's his name? Paul Hollywood. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. The guy with the, the magnetic eyes. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually from my hometown. He's actually from Wallasey. Really? And when I was home like five or six years ago, I went for a drink at my local at the lighthouse with uh, my friend Uppo, who I hadn't seen since high school. And that that's a story in itself. Um, but anyway, we're having a drink, sitting down to have a drink, and he's like, oh, there's Paul Hollywood over there. And I'm like, I have no idea who the fuck is that, that is. That's got to be like a stage name, right? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I would imagine so. It's probably it's like... I mean, I mean, that's not like a big fam- family surname in like, yes. Liverpool. Right? Yes. Oh, yes. We're all, we're, the, the Hollywoods were very famous. Um, Everyone knows the Hollywoods. Yep. They're a very respected family. But anyway, he Uppo was getting all from Hollywood Hogan. Uppo was getting all excited about it. And I'm like, dude, I have no idea who the hell Paul Hollywood is. So, you know. Anyway, that was my brush with fame, I guess. Very nice eyes, Neil. Very nice eyes. You get lost in his eyes. <laughs> well, maybe you should have been there. Maybe you could have gone and like it's winked at him at the bar. He's, he's he's kind of like the Simon Cowell, I guess. Of, yes. Like the show. Yeah. But he's just so much more polite. Well, because he's English. You know. Well, I guess. Well, I guess what's his name's English as well, isn't he? So yeah. I don't know English. Are you you're English, Neil? And you're one of the most aggressive people I know. <laughs> I'm actually very polite at work. I well, the thing is, the funny thing is, you are very polite, but you have an aggressiveness like a Tom. It comes there? across as you shouting sometimes. I don't think you mean for it to. I'm here. Well, there was. A, here. There was sorry, did you lose me? Just for a second. Well, there was one. There was one show when I did when I did mean it. 
<laughs> well, no, I just you, you have a way out. You have a, your mannerisms online lead you to believe that you're more aggressive than you are because you are. You're a gentleman in person, no question about it. Oh, thank you very much, sir. Yes, online, you're kind of an asshole, but whatever. <laughs> No, people just take me the wrong way. You can read. That's what well, the problem. Just, just have a little different. You have a, you have a kind of an aggressive manner. I don't think you mean it. So don't take don't take Neil too aggressively when he answers you, or don't take him don't take him to heart. Well, that that is one of the weird things about online, right? Is that a lot of people it's like, no context. It's yeah, it's no context. It's easy to take things the wrong way, even though some people. Um, and I'm actually I'm glad we're talking about this because it pisses me the fuck off. Um. <laughs> When when you just see, a shocker, it pisses me off. No, but when you'll just see like a just a regular conversation about maybe if you like a band or someone, no, you know, I I, I think they're all right. The album's okay, and then someone you've never met before is just like you're a fucking idiot. I uh, fucking shit, and I'm you're you're a complete fucking idiot. And it's like if you if you were in a, if you were actually meeting this person face to face in a bar, you'd be fucking on the ground. Well, that's what they would that. never do it though. Most of these brave souls on the internet are total pussies in real life. I mean, Not I don't. I mean, either that, or, or they just not socialize, and they don't know how you're supposed to speak to people. I, I don't know. Yeah, let's face it. If you're the kind of guy who can really punch somebody out, you're probably not sitting online all the time. Well, true. Well, 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 true enough. But it's just like it's it's just you wouldn't talk. To, you don't talk to people like that. So online is no different than it would be if we were no, just sitting right. around at a bar. A lack, a, a very much a lack of decorum. It's because there's no accountability. It's because there's not that chance of you getting punched in the face. Because getting punched in the face keeps people civil the fear right. of getting punched in the face keeps people civil exactly yeah that's a very good a little point. well-placed violence you know a little well-placed violence another good name good good band name right there so i hope people are writing but these I, down well-placed violence neil carries around a notebook with good band names in them for the band that we're never going to form well no because you've already got the name for it anyway so it doesn't matter you right. got the perfect name i have the perfect name we have half a song even too we're yeah. almost there yeah one of these days we'll hey. uh we'll unveil it in the world when i was coming up to podcast uh I promised my wife, I said, listen, I'm going to go podcast for a little bit. When I'm done, I'll get some stuff done around here. I'm gonna, I might try to put that ceiling fan in the back room. So, Oh, you can put ceiling fans in? Look at you, Mr. Handy. Listen, if uh, if I get electrocuted, <laughs> if I electrocute myself putting it in, I'm proud for this to be my final will and testament. Excellent. Yeah, someone told me that putting a ceiling fan in is really hard, is it? I don't know. Eh, no? Nothing's really hard. You know, you meet people, Neil, and, you know, not to and, – and not to – put down any of the skilled skilled trades because they're all better at doing things than i am but there's very few things you can't do if you put your mind to it it might take you twice as long you might break some stuff in the process but you know like plumbing i mean essentially it's putting pipes together mm. you know it's not that you know you've rented for a long time so you haven't had to worry about these things but if i paid somebody every time i had to fix something i'd be broker than i am now mm. you learn things you learn these things so Anyway, what do we got for songs left, Neil? We got a couple left. Yeah, you. It's your turn. So I think My you turn. were gonna go back to that D.H. Poligro story and play a song by the Dead Kennedys, I believe. I was gonna play a song by the Dead Kennedys, but I always I want to put this in context a little bit. Okay, you go for it, mate. I when I was. When I around the time I turned thirty, just before my thirtieth birthday, my wife woke me up at like four o'clock in the morning and said, "Get up and get dressed. Don't ask me any questions." <laughs> well, good lord. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, ma'am. It was like protesters <laughs> disappearing in pro Portland. Just this unmarked <laughs> car pulls up and just grabs me. And I had no idea what was going on. I figured maybe, okay, maybe we're doing something for my birthday, right? It was a couple days before. Mm -hmm. 30th. And I'm like, ah, oh, her brother lives in St. Louis. Maybe we're flying to St. Louis. Or maybe we're going on St. Louis. So I, I had no idea. But I get to the airport, and I run into some friends. Oh. I'm like, wow, what are the odds they were all at the airport at five o'clock in the morning, and uh, they're like, "We're here. We're going with you, dummy." I'm like, "Oh, I'm still groggy, right?" 
And uh, I said, where are we going? And they said, it's a surprise. And then somebody sang Viva Las Vegas. And we ended up going with like eight of us for my 30th birthday to Las Vegas. And it was the most amazing time ever. So that's, I always think fondly of this song. And I don't remember if he sang it Dead Kennedy style or he sang it Elvis style. But anyway, this is Viva Las Vegas, Dead Kennedy. That is a great cover too, man. That is a really, really great take on that song because they do it pretty close, but they certainly make it their own, right? I mean, they fuck with the words a bit. It's good. Thing. What's that? It's pretty good at doing the lounge lizard thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's funny, Neil. You know, so that was so that was the year I turned thirty, and I had my two very little kids at home, and I really it was still living a fairly wild lifestyle to that point. It's like when I came back from Las Vegas, I like was an adult like i slowed down like i started slowing down like i still was going to shows but i wasn't going out every friday every saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like 30 for me it was just but it was all good well yeah i mean because well what age were you when you when you were married oh really young like 21 oh okay yeah because i mean you, you start to get into that whole nesting thing right when you get into your, like, yeah, but it wasn't really we weren't really you know we were married five years before our first son was born mm-hmm. and i still really hadn't settled down much at all 
And it just, and it wasn't like we made a conscious decision. It's like, oh, we're 30 now. We're going to start settling down. It just sort of happened, you know. And it's, but like I said, it's, it's all good. I, I couldn't imagine now going out and just getting wrecked every Friday and Saturday night. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. Cause just because you feel so shit the next day, that's one of the problems, right? At least well, I do. It's just, you know, I, I just can't spend every dollar I make. Mm-hmm. On and I can't, you know, it's just different. It's just different. Just different lifestyle. Different, yeah. I'm on call for work, man. I'm doing, you know, every sixth week I'm on call for work and I don't drink at all. And I'm almost done with that sixth week, so that's always my like liver cleansing. <laughs> so well, break. Well, you got to do it at some point. <clears throat> so, talking about your wife, so did she go ever go to shows with you? Was she ever interested in like like when you would go out to bands and stuff like that? Did she ever go with, or was she not interested? Well, sometimes, like uh, usually a couple times a year, we'll go together. Okay. Um, there's things she likes. She kind of likes some of the like, uh, like Celtic punk type stuff and mm-hmm. some of the pop stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, when we were young, of course, like when I was playing in bands, she would be, you know, before we were married or even after we were married, you know, she'd be the one a lot of times out there like hustling my tapes and stuff like, you know, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. she definitely, but you know, you could kind of see the interest fading as we got older and then after we had kids, you know, I always, I always make the joke that it's like, you go, you start out, you're like, oh, my boyfriend's in a band. And then it's like, yeah, my husband's in a band. And then it's like, yeah, my husband's in a band. <laughs> you kind of, it, you know, because women are better at growing up, I think, than men are. Yeah. Uh, like, she was yeah. ready to start nothing before I was. I mean, I was drug into fatherhood, if we're being honest. I mean, I don't regret it. I'm not saying, you know, I listen, I, I didn't donate anything involuntarily. But, uh it was, uh, you know, it's just just the nature of things, you know. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, now I'm gonna be now when this is done, I'm going to hang something on the wall and maybe, like I said, put a ceiling fan on. I do have a lot to do around here. I've been it's been so hot, I can't stand to do anything. But since we got the air conditioning running, I'm like, ah, I'll try to get some stuff done. So what are you gonna hang on the wall? Uh, this like foldable ironing board. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> you asked, dude. I did. I did. It's a really cool picture, Neil. It's a, it's a, it's a portrait. Okay. It's the Punctual I Die logo blown up and, and vajazzled. <laughs> Don't even think that's a word, but okay, that's amazing. Vajazzled. All right. It's, it is a word. When women put like jewels around their like private area. That's, vajazzled. Oh, I thought that was. Isn't that Were be, even in a cave? Bedazzled, I thought that was. I think it's vajazzled. Oh, vajazzled. Oh, see, I would completely miss that one. Okay, vajazzled. That's another good name for another band. There you go. We, I think we've come up with like four of them today. About that. Yeah. And every one of them is better than we, Connie we Dung's. Wear, whatever the we'd fuck. have to wear short shorts, leather jackets. <laughs> and high tops. Oh, I said I was going to post pictures of me back in those days. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. I'll post a picture. All right. And I'll try to put it on Instagram, too, for those. Because, like I said, I always forget that some people don't like being on Facebook. So, oh, don't do Facebook at all. I people who don't want to be on Facebook also don't like Instagram, but maybe I'm wrong about that. No, I know some people who are vervently anti-Facebook, but they'll do Instagram. But the two companies are owned by the same fucking company. So. I know my, ki- like my kids, like, like people our kids' age don't care about Facebook at all. Mm-mm. It's for middle-aged housewives, you know? Yeah, it makes them, it makes them angry to even mention it. They do. Do Instagram and they do Snapchat and all that. I and I, I I have Instagram. I never look at. it. I just never remember. Yeah. Like if I'm bored sitting there, I'm gonna open up Facebook, but not Instagram. You know. Yeah. So I should look at it more often. I should probably like go follow our page. 
Yeah, Lydia was mentioning Make, something. You're not doing anything to besmirch our image. No, no I, actually, I haven't even really put anything up there to tell you the truth. I, I, I made the post, I made the site a while ago, but then I really haven't put anything up there. So let's try to be in charge of it. Maybe some other people are like, let's you guys put suck. A bunch of, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of woke. Uh, yeah, had <laughs> yeah. stuff on it, right? Yeah. Well, I was about to say she was telling me the other day about some thing called Discord that she's on, and I'm like, Discord? What you mean the, the record label? And then she looked at me like I was retarded. <laughs> it never gets old, does it? Getting looked at like you're retarded. <laughs> no. And, and but then she couldn't tell me what it was. She was like, "Well, it's a messaging site or something for people to play games." And I'm like, "Why is it any better than why is it any better than like uh than like WhatsApp or any of those?" And she couldn't really explain to me why it was better, just that it, it was newer, you know. I'm not even sure I know what TikTok is. I don't know what any of this stuff is. I, I uh, now I'm feeling old. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to have a, a punk till I die TikTok thing. I think. I go out and cut some stuff down with my chainsaw now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Purge myself of all this social media garbage. All right. Of course, you can find us at Punk Till I Die Podcast on Facebook, which we do put some stuff up there. It's fun. I like interacting on there. So we and we always do try to get back to most people. Yeah. You sent us a message, and we don't get back to you right away. It's because you know we have lies, but we will eventually probably get back to you. So, except for one one certain person who won't be yeah, named, exactly. he who won't be named he doesn't listen to the show anyway, so it doesn't. Oh matter. yeah, he's probably never listened to a single fucking episode, so he knows. Uh, but but you know we we love getting messages on there, and yep. and and uh, yeah, and we do put up a little additional content. Like Neil and I love to show off our records and stuff like that. So if you're if you're into that, or pictures of Neil shooting guns, or whatever we got pictures of, you know, yeah, standing next to Del Shannon's bust. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a leather jacket in the in 1983, um, and yes, and so we also have an Instagram page, which is the first time I'm mentioning that. So you can follow us on Instagram if you like, and then email us at punktillidie77 at gmail dot com and keep those uh, keep those pictures coming in of his stickers and t-shirts and stuff like that because we're anxious anxious to see those. So there you go. Because like email, so. Our kids, I mean, you're, I know your daughter's been working with you a little bit, and my, my kids right now are kind of in, my college kids are sort of in, like, retail-type jobs, so they don't really do email. I mean, my kids don't email. They look at that like a dinosaur form of communication. Yeah. When I told them that I emailed somebody, they just laughed at me. It's like, don't you have their phone number? I'm like, yeah, well, why don't you text them? I'm like, I don't know. That just seems sort of informal. I don't know if that's my generation or what. Well, well no, it's not, though, because that, that's kind of that's silly because um, email – I keep it forever. I, I got emails from like 20, you know, 15 years ago and, and you can sort them by who sent them and stuff like that. It's really easy to find stuff. I'm sorry, I folder. So one day when we're old, Neil, and we're just like at the home yeah, and all we do is wear short shorts, leather jackets because we've lost our mind. <laughs> we can like go through our emails and, Oh, we really used to be somebody. Huh, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if I can still fit in my leather jacket at that point, that'll be pretty kick-ass actually. <laughs> oh no, I'll be all shrunken by then. Right. So of course I'll fit into it. What am I talking about? We'll go through the old emails and talk about, you know, talk about our glory days. These are the glory days, Neil. We're living in the glory days. Boy, didn't we talk about Bruce Springsteen last episode? Glory days. Oh, they'll pass you by. Glory days. In the blink of a young girl's eye. Glory days. I'm sure some, I'm sure some punk band has covered that, right? One of those like, shitty ones. Really just played it too fast. And yeah. Killed the spirit of it. Yeah. Who was that? Old fastball by. You make it look like a fool, Neil. Speedball, speedball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about that, you talked about sports, man. English sports are back, man. We got crickets on. My, uh... I saw that in England they're starting shows back up in August. So I mean, I don't think they're gonna have anything like you know, rebellion size, right? But yeah. Plus, plus, I'm sure all the American bands can't come over. 
Yeah, that's true. There won't be any. T- well, there'll be touring bands from Europe, but there won't be any touring bands from the US. That's for sure. Unless they're stuck over there. They were stuck over there to begin with. <laughs> There you go. In which case they will be. But uh, yeah, what I was going to say was fo- football has been back for like three weeks, and then uh, yes, cr- cricket, no cricket just started up. What's that? There's nobody in the stands. Nobody in the stands, but still, you know, the games are going on, so that's baseball better. Starting, I think Thursday, mm-hmm. and it's same. Thing. Yeah, and then baseball will be uh, people. Pe- pe- people, we- people will be bored of it by a week on Friday. So you know, just like a regular baseball season. Well, I don't know about that because there's nothing else. True. Well, NFL training camps are supposed to start next week. Oh, yeah, training camps open next week, so the NFL actually isn't far away. I'm actually most concerned about high school sports. Okay. My son that's still at home is a jock, and he needs to do his sports. It's, you, can play, you, can, you can play tennis, though, can't you? Why wouldn't you be able to play tennis? Well, the only reason I think they – well, if they go back to school, I think the only reason they wouldn't let him play tennis is because – if they don't let them play football, then they probably cancel all the sports. But I don't know. Maybe I'm oh, wrong. Oh, right. Yeah. Because that's the world we live in. If one person can't do something, we need to cancel for everybody. Yeah. Even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. And and let's face it. I mean, tennis is not a close – it's not a close contact sport. Yes. And not like hundreds of people show up to watch the matches. Right. There's just you. There's just you yelling. Stay apart on the stands. You're yelling threats at the other, at the other just kid. Just me, like, getting in. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them I'm going to get thrown out of the matches and not be watched. <laughs> Listen, somebody's got to ruin it for everybody, Neil. Why not me? Why not you? Yeah, exactly. But I'm looking at my leg right now, and I'm 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 more and more liking the idea of the punk till I die tattoo. Now I wouldn't get the whole picture, just like the banner part. But I'm thinking about doing. It. Mm-hmm. Thinking about doing it. So okay, anyway. cool. Well, I tell you what, the, ne- the next time I come up, next I'm, time I'm I come up, maybe like a bad open too. Like we'll have to break up after that. Like a bit, you know, as soon as you get your band tattooed <laughs> on you. <laughs> Well, Punk Till I Die just says it all, though. He doesn't even have to mean anything about the podcast. You know, you could just get that bit, like, X'd over. True. It's true. Yeah, when we get thrown off of being... The I Heart Neil part. (laughs) When we get thrown off of being politically incorrect, when they throw (laughs) us off the air. Oh, bang. Yeah. All right, I'm going to play a last song, I guess. Let's do that. Let's do that, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, we won't be strangers for long, and and this should make people happy who uh, are burning through them faster than we can make them. Yep. We'll do our best. So, I am going to do, Lydia had suggested a Susie and the Banshees song to me, because Susie and the Banshees used to do a lot of covers. Um, Well, not a lot, but they do some. I bet you they butchered them. Huh? They butchered their own songs. I bet you they really butchered their covers. Wow. How rude of you. Um, So, uh, they... Susie and Banshees fan? They do, uh, yes. Very big. Um, I really only know their really earliest stuff, and I think it's okay, but they're definitely, to call them atonal... Well, this that's what this is going to be. So she had suggested they do a Generous really good cover. Anyway. They they do a really good cover of Dear Prudence by the Beatles, but that's kind of too slow and nice really? for this for this show. So I'm going to do another Beatles cover they they do, and this is off the first album, um, off the stream. So this is going to be Susie and the Banshees with Helter Skelter, which was their you know, and it's and it's typical early Susie and the Banshees. It's jagged and discordant and just kind of disturbing. Drums so uh, like beating on peanut butter and jelly cans. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll uh, we'll play us out with that one. How's that? So uh, that's good. We'll talk to you all next week. And Thanks for listening, buddy. Yep. We'll talk to you soon. Yep, stay free. And, uh, yeah, Susie and the Banshees with Helter Skelter. Mm-hmm.